When we get confused about gender and we buy into this message that you can choose which sex you are, it has all sorts of ramifications, and especially in sport. And the latest example is swimming. Let's check it out. I'm not sure I need to tell you this, but uh, men and women are different. They're equal worth and dignity, but different. For example, men tend to be bigger, stronger, and faster than women. Uh, tend to be. I think Beatrice Falmoina may be stronger than me. But amongst other things, men have greater bone density, more muscle mass, and larger hands and feet. And as a result of these physical differences, sporting competitions from time immemorial have segregated, yes, discriminated, men and women. That is, biological males against biological males, and biological females against biological females. To do otherwise would give men an unfair advantage due to physical difference. For example, the male world record in the 100 metre freestyle swimming event is almost six seconds faster than the female world record. Likewise, the male world record in the pole vault is over one metre higher than the female world record. And in soccer, the under 15 boys academy team of FC Dallas, which is a US major league soccer team, defeated the US women's national soccer team 5-2. And look at this data from weightlifting, because weightlifting is close to New Zealand's hearts in terms of uh, transgender sport, isn't it? Powerlifting here, you can see women in the blue, men in the purple, and you can see men are stronger in all the areas. Look at weightlifting, uh, men in the blue this time, women in the purple, and once again that strength is there. Uh, which favours the men. And indeed, one study has found that the average male advantage over females ranges from 10% to over 50% across various sports. Now, this is not a criticism of female, and it doesn't mean there aren't exceptions, but exceptions prove the norm. And this is why biology matters. And labelling men as male and women as female, including on birth certificates, is so important. There's going to be problems when you allow biological males who identify as female to compete against biological females in sporting competitions. And this has uh, happened most recently in the actions of the University of Pennsylvania swimming team in the US. Will Thomas, a biological male, competed for three years on the university's men's swimming team. He competed against men and he was not able to break any records or garner any significant attention. However, Will then identified as a woman and joined the women's swimming team. As a member of the women's team, guess what? He began shredding records. At a swim meet last month, he broke, broke both the University of Pennsylvania and the Ivy League women's swimming records in the 200 and 500 metre freestyle races. His times were so good that he would have placed second and third at the national championships. Here's a quick explanation of what happened. I think it's important to point out that this swimmer was for three years a member of the men's swimming team and was downright really good. So this swimmer trained uh, entire life as a male swimmer, dominated, and then takes a year off and comes back as a women's swimmer. Uh, the NCAA says that that is eligible after a full year. But clearly, when you're winning races by 38 seconds 
over the person who is in second place. Won a 500, uh, this pin swimmer did, by 15 seconds. Right. So when you start to look at how dominant these results are, the NCAA uh, issues uh, that, that allow this to occur don't seem to be actually reflective. And the bigger issue here is it threatens to destroy all of women's sports, all right? Men, this is not sexism, this is biology, are bigger, stronger, and faster than women. That is why we separate men's and women's athletics. Right. So if you are going to allow highly trained and highly skilled men to decide to compete against women, the women are not going to win, and right. this is a monster issue that threatens to become major for many other sports as well. Yeah, it's not fair on other competitors, is it? And it, it's not fair on him either because he's in the wrong league, and it just brings the whole thing into, disrepute, into disrepute. Now, Beth Stelzer is a homemaker. She's a mum and an amateur powerlifter in Minnesota. And Beth has founded Save Women's Sports in early 2019. Have a listen to her short testimony and pardon for the uh, audio being slightly out of sync with the video. When I picked up a barbell for the first time a few years ago. It changed my life and powerlifting empowered me through many things, but most importantly, PTSD that I had suffered from domestic abuse and stalking. Seeing my life improve so much, my husband brought me to watch a powerlifting state championships for my birthday in hopes it would give me the courage to compete. And when we got home, I hung a goals list on my wall with the top one to compete the next year. I trained intensely, two to three hours a day, five to seven days a week, and just as much time in the kitchen, it seemed like preparing my meals. And amid the normal life struggles, I had to change around an unexpected and painful miscarriage. But my female body persevered, and as the day grew closer, anticipation and excitement were my constant companions. However, activists ruined the contest because a male was not allowed to compete in the women's championships. And now that male has further jeopardized the sport that I love so much by filing a lawsuit against USA Powerlifting in Minnesota. Scientific studies continue to confirm that even after hormone replacement, male bodies do not lose these advantages. And these differences are evident even before birth and cemented during puberty. For example, I'm proud to say that I can deadlift over 300 pounds after my years of hard work, but my son, who is just 10 years old, started training a few hours a week with me and is already closing in at 200 pounds. It will not be long until he surpasses me, no matter how hard I train. After that contest, I started Save Women's Sports and I discovered that countless many other women had the same concerns about fairness in athletics that I had, and many were directly harmed by males who took championships, destroyed long-standing female records, and denied women rewards of years of hard work. Those who speak up risk losing opportunities, sponsorships, scholarships, jobs. We are slurred as transphobic, bigoted, and racist. I have even received death threats for trying to save female sports. Out of fear, we are essentially the silenced majority. But I am here today as an average American citizen telling you that it is time to speak the truth. Honesty has a power that fear cannot overtake. Yeah, Beth is dead right, isn't she? This confusion over gender and male and female sports will undermine the accomplishments of female athletes and will push back progress women have made in competitive sports. Biology matters. 
not just on birth certificates. And th see, this is why we're concerned about the, the bracket creep that continues with birth certificates. Destroying sports is just an expected consequence of a flawed gender ideology. And there's actually a great website to check out uh, called uh, SaveWomenSport.com. And it's designed for Australia and New Zealand, and it has some great resources well worth checking out. SaveWomenSports.com. You know, it's time we got back to basics. Biological basics. Basics. <laughs>